I'm Leon Davis, and you're listening to Altitude Adjustment, the weekly podcast about people, politics, and professions. And I want to thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. I also want you to know that this podcast is for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or ideas that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Now, if you've seen the show uh, advertisements, which I've put out, uh, you may think that I am denigrating or pushing back against uh, current trends in pop culture, but that's really not the case. Um, it is my true hope that in this next hour, that there is, we're gonna do more of an examination of where we are with pop culture. And that's coming up with you for you right now. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. All right, I'd like to welcome welcome my co-hosts, uh, Leonard Davis and Warren Harper. Good day, gentlemen. How's everybody doing? All Good day. Right. How you Happy doing? To be here. Excellent. So, so we've um, <clears throat> we've had this. I've had this show in the hopper for at least a month or two, <laughs> and um, my co-hosts have kind of. Uh, danced around it until they couldn't possibly dance around it anymore because I just <laughs> was not is I wanted this podcast I wanted to do this I wanted to talk about this topic I'm glad you're being mm. honest bro. <laughs> honesty is the best policy <laughs> I'm telling you because <laughs> I'm like oh man like okay well all right I give let's do it <laughs> let's do it so we couldn't withhold it any longer. You couldn't couldn't uh -huh. withhold it. Any, I just I was not going to be denied. I'm telling you. Uh, and so um, I, I, originally, I wasn't going to stream to Facebook or Twitch because I was going to read some of the lyrics of the song WAP. Uh, and for those people who are not initiated, um, you're you're probably over forty maybe even over 50. Um, WAP is Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and... Uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Meg, Meg, the, Meg and Thee Stallion. The yeah. And um, so we're going to leave open that in order to, uh, so more people can at least uh, see some of the discussion where I'm not going to read any of the lyrics. Uh, I'm going to leave it open for you to go out and uh, look at the song for yourself and, and see the lyrics and try to understand um, wh what might have prompted me to at least have this discussion. Now, I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong about the presentation of this song. What did concern me was that music of this type or performance or art of this type used to be not celebrated in the general pop culture. Um, it used to be you could get the music, mm -hmm. but usually you had to hear about it from somebody else or you heard about it from a, a radio station that was not um, a top rated radio station in the market. It was a station that um, it, it would be the brown bag equivalent uh, to magazines, it would be you know, not more underground. More underground. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, 
And so I see things have changed. I believe, you know, and that's, has, has, um, so in our pop culture now, on the red carpet, um, actors and uh, actresses, actors, we don't say actresses anymore, it's all actors. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you know, actors sometimes dress so scantily that it leaves little to the imagination. And of course I grew up in an era when um, there was a time and a place for everything. Everything wasn't okay to do everywhere. And, and this, and I'm looking at how we, I, I know how we got here. Um, you know, someone pushes the edge a little bit and then someone else pushes the edge a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, and so we've creeped into where we are now. There's a clash of, I think a clash of cultures. Um, L Leonard was sharing, started to share with me a little bit uh, about um, uh, Elvis Presley. You want to tell that story? Sure. Uh, when he was coming out, Elvis had a little dance he did when he played his guitar. He just shook his hips. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see anything wrong with it. But the culture at that time just thought this was the coming of the devil man or something. Uh, he, you know, I was just reading the story about how Ed Sullivan wouldn't book him on the show at first. And then under the guise of pushing the envelope, Steve Allen, who was the first host of the Tonight Show, I guess, before Johnny Carson took it over, booked him and had it booked in the NBC guys tried not to, the heads of NBC tried to take it back and Steve Allen wouldn't and, and put him on. So Ed Sullivan put him on and you gotta understand that back in the day, Ed Sullivan's show was probably the biggest, Ed Sullivan and Steve Allen with their two shows. You had to do those shows to make it on the TV market. And if you was there and you were accepted by them, then it just went to the culture accepting you. And it wasn't about his dance. It wasn't about his dress or anything. It's just about, it was just about his dancing and the way, you know, he, he twitched his hips. And that, that started a, a fire gate, so to speak, is just uh, bringing in the rock and roll music. So all the Bobby Soxers from the 40s, they grew up with Sinatra. When Elvis was coming on and our whole rock and roll genre was coming on, it was it was bringing in the younger teenagers who was getting bigger allowances because of the economic boom post-World War II. And they were buying his records. And, mm -hmm. and you know, the businesses, the business end of it, they see it's going to sell, they're going to push it up. Absolutely. And Elvis was selling. And Elvis was selling. Uh, the Black artists, 
uh, so other areas started coming out, like Cole, like Chuck Berry, where they couldn't get airplay at first on radios uh, because white artists would constantly redo their music and their versions would sell right. more than the black artists. And then, the, you know, when Elvis Presley started coming through, then a lot more black artists started to come through and they started to sell. And, you know, it just it just kept going up. So, I mean, there were still challenges or whatever. So so some of the things that... No, go ahead. Did you want to... My answer? granddaughter is trying to get in, so I'm just going to send her a message. Go ahead. Oh, is she trying to get in? Okay, so we have a, 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 a guest on the show who's under 40 uh, who wants to come in and join us. And so we're working to make that happen. Um, so some of the things, a few weeks ago, we had on um, Angela Skirtu. And you remember um, she openly talked about uh, BDSM, you know. Um, uh, 50, gray, 50 Shades of Grey was a popular movie at at A-level uh, movie theaters. So um, mm-hmm. what's the young lady, uh, Lizzo? Lizzo. Yeah. Yes. Um, at the, at an, at a Lakers game courtside <laughs> on mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so we're pushing the envelope and pushing the envelope. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem um, living in a nudist colony. I, I, I think the human body is wonderful. I think the human body is great. But should there be some moderation exhibited for those people who don't think that the human body is great? Should we, in a shared society, because we have other individuals that don't that don't agree with us, that don't think that it's okay. So how do we uh, find a a mutual a, a ground of mutual understanding, so that so that everybody feels comfortable in public? Uh, well, I I think you know this is interesting because I was in the barber shop with my grandson today and we had a discussion about it. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Yeah. We had a discussion about it uh, yesterday cause I was trying to get him to bring some of his friends on. And he was like, what? I don't listen to that crap. <laughs> He's like 21. And so he and his crew are on a whole different level as far as, um, you know, that, that genre, that type of uh, uh, media is concerned. But now, his younger sister, on the other hand, who I'm hoping comes on the show, um, she, um, uh, I think she's going to be a little, have a different attitude. Hope, we'll see when she gets here. But the thing I was going to say about my barber is he's like in his fifties. And I asked him about, Hey man, you, you, you have to wop, you know about wop. And he's like, what, what you talking about? He didn't even, he didn't even know about it. So I think it's, it's, it's really specific uh to the people who are interested in it <clears throat> following it or even aware of it because uh if you don't watch certain video channels where they show it 
or listen to maybe stations where they're playing it, you might not be aware. So I, I think there's uh, uh, there's a there's an audience for it, and then there's a bunch of people who are not interested, don't even know about it. I I understand that, and and so I guess really my question is, um, you know, if you watch television, okay, so so network television mm-hmm. has a rating system. Um, PG, uh, TV, MA for mature audiences. And, you know, how do we classify certain material as for adults and certain material that's for children? Because there are a lot of children's cartoons that are basically targeted towards adults, like The Simpsons, like um, BoJack Horseman, whatever that is. I don't watch it. But these are cartoons that are targeted towards adults and um and even some of the saturday uh, used to be cartoons on saturday were kids cartoons but there was a lot of adult material or adult themes and adult conversations and ideas included in those in those uh, cartoons and so As a society, my thought is, is that we have to, um, so, so Cardi B's defense, or, or maybe not Cardi B's defense, but I've heard, I heard a gentleman uh, defend the song by saying it's artistic impression. It was one of the ladies, I'm sorry, one of the ladies uh, and a gentleman, but, um, that it's artistic expression, expression. It's, mm-hmm. it's the ability to express themselves. And there has to be some level of accountability and some level of a, a personal accountability and societal accountability. When creating your art, um, who, who the intended recipient of your art that's being created and what the impact, overall impact of your art is on the community. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, I, I believe in artistic expression. Uh, my view of artistic expression might not match your view or someone else's view uh they had this rating system go out yeah. and everything that come on tv not tv ml 14 or whatever and when you and the downside of of that is when you put these classifications on people look at say oh what are you trying to hide to me you make it more accessible you make it more desirable to people to watch who's not supposed who you think you don't want to watch like the for, for forbidden example, fruit idea huh the forbidden fruit idea if it's forbidden, forbidden fruit, fruit idea it, you know more people want to see it they gonna want to eat it so like like for example when we were growing up at home i didn't get to see helter skelter till i was two almost grown because i remember the day it was coming on tv 
Mom sent me and David downstairs in our room that you, David, and I used to share a room. And me and David got some snacks, got some to drink. Like, yeah, we can finna see this. As soon as my hand went to get the TV, mom just sent you down to get the TV. <laughs> and David's on one leg, I'm on the other. You walking up the steps, we like, no, no. <laughs> so for a few hours there, we David and I had to entertain ourselves. So we had no TV. And so mom was like, well, she didn't want us to see something. She had a way of eliminating this. Now, it's, it's hard today with today's multimedia. Uh, kids got phones. They got game systems that can play movies and all of this. And, you know, it's just the same thing with that movie across 110th Street. You, Mary, her, and Robert went to driving to see it. David and I had to go spend the night with Grandpa. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm just like, there's choices. See, I was listening to that walk uh, when you talked about the, I went to listen to it and they talked so much about the sex organ and you, making it used to get what they need and all that. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I'm a Temptations guy. I'm an Osley Brothers guy. I'm a war guy, you know, but for the people that like it, it's there for them to have it. I'm going to take it's a quick break. It's there for break. them to buy it to support it. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a quick break, an ID for the podcast, and we'll be right back. Experience Altitude Adjustment, a weekly podcast about people, politics, and professions. It's built around user interaction, so join the conversation by visiting the lion's den, com forward slash home. Okay. So, so one of the things that you mentioned was uh, access. There's access to more things. And um, one of the, one of the things that I mentioned in my, in a podcast, in an earlier podcast before you guys had joined me was um, I talked about, you know, some people trying to scrub society of all of its context. And at the time I was talking about, uh, there was an accident, the guy was, you know, driving and he was distracted driving and the car flipped over and he got killed. And they cut the video at certain points. And when police shootings happen or any kind of shooting, um, mm -hmm. they may show somebody being shot, but uh, they rarely show somebody dying. Even the uh, George Floyd video, I don't think the death was shown on national network TV. It was shown on the internet. Um, you right. can see it. And, and I talked about scrubbing society of all of its context that, you know, that, that, that was not a good thing. Um, but I, but, but there is also the aspect of what is too far. If, if nothing becomes too far, if nothing becomes too far. I then, think the lesson that we, 
then the red, the red carpet could be your doctor's office. You could be in your doctor's office or your dentist's office. Mm-hmm. And someone decides they don't want to wear clothes into your dentist's office. Not only do they not want to wear clothes, they want to draw um, arrows pointing to their genitals and maybe you know highlight certain genitals to go into the doctor's office and sit. <clears throat> so if we don't have thresholds, if we don't have a threshold, of what's acceptable and unacceptable. Mm-hmm. We could get that behavior. It is quite literally possible as we've seen the video web get almost get us there. Well, the the issue is just like anything else is up to individual establishments. Like it's up the doctor can say you're not allowed to come in here, uh, not unfully dressed. Like so many establishments we see with a little placket on the door, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Uh, exactly. Oh, uh, you mean you mean that same doctor's office that says please turn off your phone? It could that be same, the same doctor's office. That, that same says, doctor's. Turn off your phone. The same, you know, uh, um, the, the the doctor's office that says turn off your phone. You mean those people who don't turn off their phone? Who ignore that? Sim, sim, similar, similarly, yes. I, it's just like well, I mean, you just you, like you, most. You cities, put forth that that idea that mm-hmm. the establishment can set the rules. Okay. So you put forth the idea that establishment sets the rules. Um, The establishment sets the rules and people ignore them. The establishment says you got to wear a mask to come in here. How many videos have Mm -hmm. you seen over the last several months where people have decided that doesn't mean shit to them? And, And I agree with you, but it's the same theory between like our society has determined that Bank robbery is against the law. Right. But we still get people that we go out people that bank rob. and rob banks. I agree. And then you let them deal and you let them deal with the legal consequences. I've seen people come in, mm-hmm. uh, try to get in places and not wear masks. Mm-hmm. Like in Illinois, if you don't wear a mask and the employees, one of the employees say, okay, you got to get out you can't wear a mask. And you get that employee guff. They did this a couple months ago. You can be charged. You can be charged with a criminal offense mm-hmm. in in the state of Illinois. They could call the police, come get you. Mm-hmm. So, right. So guys, so guys like that guy that went into Walmart with his kids who decided he just wasn't gonna wear a mask mm-hmm. in Illinois now by the law, the police will come take him away, lock him up. His mm-hmm. kids go to the Illinois Child and Family Services Division, you cause a bunch of crap because you don't want to wear a mask. Like the times that I actually get in my van and me and the kids go somewhere, we keep masks in the van. So when we get out and we got to go into an establishment, we wear masks. Mm-hmm. Now, so, other, people, other people that don't, that's up to them, but we wear masks. So what you're saying is um, in order to, to moderate people's behavior, there has to be laws in place. 
I'm just saying that's an that's an option. Okay. Just well, like, okay. So the question like I'm asking when they is, pass, the question okay. I'm asking is, um, all right. WAP crosses previous boundaries of decency of of societal decency boundaries, and it's not there's no law. Mm -hmm. There's okay, so it's it's not classified as if they classified it as um, porn. If they classify the video as mm -hmm. porn, then it can be regulated. And so and so, what I'm I'm asking is, in a society, there are societal norms that we'd put into place so that we don't have to pass laws for people to conform because they're going to conform because they want to see a better society. You're and so when you say, have... when you say pass laws, what you're saying is the only way to have societal norms is if everything is, is uh, regulated by laws. By written what I'm saying enforceable is, laws. What I'm saying is that was one way of dealing with the situation. I understand that. Okay, so somebody you're always gonna have somebody who's gonna choose, yeah, right. they say that's what the norm is, but I'm going against that. Right. I right. mean, if we went just by societal norms, the state of black people in this country. It was the norm for all the Jim Crow stuff and the other stuff that was happening with black people in this country before the black people said, wait a minute, we don't we don't like this norm. Mm -hmm. It's not good for us. I mean, you can have any type of reason you want to to push against the norm. I mean I understand that. So wh what is the what is the mechanism that we should use? in order to establish societal behavior that allows everybody to flourish. How do we achieve that? I think what we got now is you having your choice to, to establish. It's just like, okay, for example, on what we're talking about, in the old days, it was all these churches that came up here and said you was going against this. It was a moral indecent and all that. But at the same time, these churches don't want, didn't want nobody to restrict when they can meet for church, mm -hmm. how long they can meet for church, what days of the week they can meet. So you have to, there are some things that you have to choose what's good for you. I have to choose what's good for me. Warren has to choose what's good for Okay, him. so if you choose what's good for you is to go into a doctor's office and shoot the receptionist, is that okay? No, it's Considering not. Considering the fact, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's you were saying. Considering, I... the fact, it's it, considering the fact, it's illegal. That's what I'm saying. Well, you, so what you're saying is in order to control behavior, all forms of behavioral control have to be legal. That wasn't even, even though that was even, even though that was made illegal, 
I still went and did it because I would have chosen to do it. Now I've got to pay the consequence. You can't stop them from doing what they want to do, but if they do it, you can make it. That's what I'm, okay, you so you're not understanding what I'm saying, but go ahead, Warren. Yeah, I think you, I think the question you're asking is, do we control behavior by law or is there another way? And I'm saying this country was established, uh, this, this um, experiment in democracy by establishing the constitution, which is basically setting down laws. I understand that. Example, I'm sorry, if, go ahead. No, you know, when we had slavery, mm -hmm. a bunch of people thought that was fine. Mm -hmm. How did we do away with it? We abolished it through the law. And I think that's probably the way most things have to be controlled because on the one hand, in America, you got a bunch of people right now saying, this is America. I do what I want to do. Well, how do you control them when a bunch of people feel they crossed the line? How do you enforce their be control their behavior? Right. And so, and that, that's what I'm saying. If we make the law, the ultimate authority of control, behavioral control, mm -hmm. then we have to get down to legislating, walking across the street. We have to get down to legislating. I mean, and we do. We do. We have jaywalking laws. Exactly. We have jaywalk. We have a law about jaywalking because, because we've asked people don't cross in the middle of the street. Because crossing in the middle of the street puts you in a danger, and it puts the drivers at danger, and it puts other people on the sidewalk at danger. But because people chose to do what they wanted to do rather than uh, obeying a non-legal mandate, we had to make it legal. If that's the case, mm -hmm. then if legal is the only method of, of getting people to conform to a behavior, then we will have to regulate everything. Everything that we ask people, you, you, please don't use your phone in the doctor's office. There's a law. That means now in order to enforce that law, we have to have more police because mm -hmm. imagine how many doctor's offices are across just this state alone. And so if a police officer is required every time someone violates that, then we have to, we will be turning, we, we will have more police officers than we have store workers. We will have more police officers than we have trash pickup. We will have more police officers. The, 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 the legal force required to implement all of those um, laws will be astronomical. Well, just like in different stores and other businesses, they tell you while you up here conducting business, cut your phone off. We won't, I've seen it. When they have I understand shots, that, but how do you enforce it? The thing is, you'll never get a society where 100% of the people, 100% of the time, are gonna go with 
enforcement. They're they're just going to do it out of the goodness of their heart. And that's the thing. How because do we get people to do it out of the goodness of their heart? You're not. It's not going to happen. Okay. So what you're it's saying is not going to happen. So what you're saying is is that if there has to be a legal remedy. There has to be police. Your your idea of uh, societal of having societal norms is a police force. No, it's not. What, well, what I'm is saying, it? What I'm saying is this. Okay. What I'm saying is this. I'm listening. People people gotta have their own choices for what they do. Now back to our original thing mm -hmm. with what. Okay. There are people that like that type of music. There okay. are people that are consumers of that type of music. Okay. There are people that buy that type of music. Okay. It's not my cup of tea. I try. I I listen to that thing, and it seems like there was more to me uh -huh. sexual and curse words than regular words. Mm -hmm. It is not. It's not anything I would go to the store and. Play. I understand all of that. I'm, I'm getting. Want... I'm trying to understand the enforcement aspect of it now. Because the, the idea is, you is that we have to have societal okay. norms. There has to be societal norms. There has to be. There has to be well, norms that are happening. Who I'm determines sorry, the norms? Huh? That's the question. Who determines the norms? Society okay, determines say, the norms. There's societal norms. Just say. That's, that's just what say I'm saying. There's societal norm, norms. Just say so we, are, we as a society determine that. Okay. That, Whatever okay. norm you have, there's always somebody out there looking to break it. I understand that, but how do you enforce it? To. So what? So your idea is, they're going to break it. So let's not worry about enforcing it. Let's not worry about no. having it. Well, then how do you enforce it? No, is what I'm asking not, you. That's not it, what it I'm saying. Well, what what are norm, you saying? What's being broken? Huh? It de it depends on what's being broken. For example, jaywalking. I mean. Who hasn't jaywalked? Have you ever been ticketed? Because I've done you? wrong, because I've done wrong doesn't mean that it, it should become right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Just because I'm not I it's right. Just because I crossed it, just because I jaywalked doesn't mean it's okay to jaywalk. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But at the same time, if you did it, do you feel like you should have got a, a fine or a ticket? Is I should have. Okay. If that's if that's so, what we decided. If what we've decided as a society that that jaywalkers get tickets and I did wrong, mm -hmm. shouldn't I expect to suffer the consequences if I if I knowingly violated a law? Maybe, maybe not. But at the same time, I don't, see that I don't understand every what good is a law that we're not going to enforce? What good is a law that we're not going to enforce? It's not a law. I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that. We got we got plenty of laws that we don't enforce. Like right now, the marijuana laws. All these states are passing their own laws, but don't you know that a federal agent catch you engaged in that marijuana practice, mm -hmm. they can arrest you and you broke your federal law. Now what's happening is the feds are going wink wink to all the states pass your laws. So you could connect, collect this tax money. Okay. Pass, so I'm going to try to get back so to. So you could do this. So I want to get try to get back to. How do we implement social norms so that more people are comfortable participating in society as a whole? Like you said, WAP is not your okay. cup of tea. 
You would not buy the music. You would not listen to the music because the graphicness of the music is beyond what you think is socially acceptable. And to some degree, you're saying, I don't have a problem with it, but, uh, but I, I'm not saying we shouldn't have the music. I'm, 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 so I'm asking you, how then do we allow people to be able to express themselves and not impose their views on other people? And in order to do that, we have to have social norms. There has to be a, there has to be a social structure of behavior like you don't use your phone in the in the in the checkout line because you're you may be it may be what you want to do but it's holding up everybody else behind you right so socially you should be able to have to conform to at least the minimum of using your phone after you get out of the line out of everybody's way. But if I pass now, a law that says I can arrest you for using your phone in the checkout line, mm -hmm. somebody's got to call the police. You got to wait for a police officer to get there to remove the person, or you just have to tolerate the behavior. Right. Uh, and that's acceptable. Not too many charges. Our society. Our society is a combination of all, of all of that. In other words, who should get to determine what books I read, censorship, or what music I listen to? Mm -hmm. that, that should not be done by another person or another group of people. Really? That's what society is. That's what society okay, is. But, but, but you got to allow me to have my choice of what I want that is not illegal. So if I wanted to listen to some rap, I get to do that. If I want to listen to the temptations so, of the so, Brothers, so I get right to now do we that. have so right now we have a situation where people are using automatic weapons to go in and kill hundreds of people at a time or tens of people at a time. Mass shootings. Okay. Mass shootings. And what but you're saying, and what that. you're saying is, it's illegal to do that. What you're saying is, it's so it that you should we should not seek a mass uh, a weapons ban for automatic weapons because you should have the right to have that weapon. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. That is not what I'm saying. Well, what are you saying? You you got to be able to separate stuff and not just put everything in one basket. It's illegal to take a weapon, whether it's automatic or not, and go shoot a bunch of people. That's already. I didn't talk. I, I didn't say going to shoot it. people. I said to own an automatic weapon. What I said was: right now, should right now, we, should we, or should not we illegal. not regulate automatic weapons? Well, yes, that's, that's that's what our society had to do, and the way our society does that is by legislation. Correct. And that's the way our society, that's the way our society. But the discussion, that particular but the thing. discussion about regulating starts someplace. And that's what we're having right now is that discussion about regulating automatic weapons. Okay. Right. 
So how's regulating done? It's done through through election, through votes. It's done through conversation, starts conversation. You and I have a conversation. You push right. you push your congressman or you write your congressman, right. your representative to implement the, the weapon span. And that's right. how we get there. And right. so I I'm asking the question of how do we implement or or do we implement a conversation around what is acceptable and unacceptable in society or is everything acceptable that we don't well, that you, you do what those, you want to do i do what i want to do we have those conversations all the time who are having okay but see every day all the time using using the logic you just told in me someone could come up to me and decide well for societal norms, we don't think you should wear baggy pants. For societal norms, we don't think you should wear tight shirts. For societal norms, we don't think you should read books about revolution, about free speech or whatever, for societal norms. At one time in America, it was a societal norm to treat black people any way you wanted. Right now in America, it's a societal norm that it's okay for police to shoot unarmed black men. But there's some people who don't believe that that should be a societal norm, and they're pushing against that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that and 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 that's and that's all over. They're pushing against. They're pushing against that. There are people who don't believe that unless you're police or in the military, some. You should not have automatic weapons. They're designed to kill a bunch of people quickly. That's a war weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, the, so there's people trying to push that. Mm -hmm. There's gun makers and gun manufacturers who, 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 who make millions of dollars a year making those weapons. So they're funding groups that are against that. Mm -hmm. Uh, such as the NRA. I'm, okay, so what, what, is, what is the point? What, what, what is your point? My point is, you keep saying about how we supposed to have these societal norms. You got on every norm, you got somebody for it, you got somebody against it. Okay. In and this country, in this country is 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 done by, is is done by like you said, it starts off with a conversation. It's done by people trying to get through to their senators and representatives. It's done by legislation. And, and all that and is done by the signature of someone from the executive branch. Mm -hmm. There's, you're never going to get a hundred percent of the population to okay. agree so, so here's, with what here's, you're doing. Okay, so first off, you don't know that that's true. That's an assumption. And second, um, if you don't try to put in societal norms, the idea that you shouldn't be able to buy a particular book then becomes up for grabs. So if we put in a societal norm that if a book meets a certain standard, there's no objection to it. If a book exceeds a certain, a certain standard, then that book maybe can't be sold at certain stores, but you can still get the book. And then there are certain books that 
we probably as a society don't want. Um, so we've got, um, oh, I can't think of his name, the guy that uh, was in jail, Helter Skelter. What was Charles Manson? Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. So, so, so Charles Manson's behavior was not socially acceptable and probably never will be. But if we don't have societal norms saying that, then how do we get people to not think that that's okay? Okay, going back over the things, some of the things you just said, what I said was true that you'll never get 100% of people to adjust. But, okay, okay, what issue have we had in this country that we've got 100% of the people to agree with? Okay. It's not, it's not that. It's not that. I, I just say it made it right. I just say it made it right. But I just say, for example, what, I, what I'm using for the point I made is history. It's history now. We have not had an issue. So in the history of this country, we haven't had a point that 100% of the people came, came up. I haven't seen any, but okay, so we'll leave that at that. We'll leave that at that. Uh, what Charles Manson was doing, what he did was illegal. We already had law. We know what Charles, by the, ten, by the time Charles Manson did what he did, it was illegal. It was illegal. And it was illegal, and that's why he and his he and his lousy followers went to he and his lousy followers. That's why they went to. That's why. Well, <coughs> well, if our country want to say mass murder, uh, a bunch of people coming up on a house that they were trespassing on, and and, and going in there and killing the people is legal. That's fine. <laughs> so he he no I'm saying I, I'm saying if if people make that legal when Charles Manson did it it was illegal that's why he was arrested his followers were arrested they were in the court now they let a few of them people out their people should all die in prison and he, the reason why they weren't electrocuted or whatever because during the time he did it that was a few years that California had outlawed the death penalty in that state. This then, and his case was one of the emphasis for bringing it back in California. So, so, so that that's how that. So when he did it, whether it was illegal or not, because there was a time that marijuana and all the hard drugs weren't illegal in this country. But they are now, but you got all these states pushing back. And you got Oregon that just passed laws saying that some of the hard drugs now are not illegal. 
uh, you got you you know you got all these you got all these things, and and legal is one way to say of societal norms and having societal norms. Uh, just with usage and what people do, in the in an in a certain area, it could be uh, not that it violated the law, but people find a certain thing distasteful, and then somebody that want to do it, the rest of the community put community pressure on them to not do that, so they can they can still. But but I said that was one. No, I said that I have, I have, there, and I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I, said, I, I always said passing the law and legal was one way. I said that was one way. Another way is, just like businesses tell you, even though the law says we can do concealed carry in most states, the 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 business, the establishment has the right to put up a thing say, you can't bring your gun in here unless you are a bona fide law enforcement officer. That's that's what that's what they can do, and that's totally legal. Not in every case. Not in every case. You're not. You're not. Hmm. Mm hmm. You're going to have. Yes. Yes. And that was my point back to what I said. That was my point back to what I said. You're not going to get everybody to follow the law. You're not going to get very, you're not, you're not going to get everybody to go with whatever your societal norms are. You're going to have a person that's going to say, yeah, that's what they said. So what? I'm still going to do mine. And right. just like I said, there's, there's no, there's no thing, just like if you wrote a book, I don't want Warren to determine whether or not I get to read your book or Warren recorded a song. I don't want you determining. I don't want you to determine whether or not I hear that song. That's what we do, yes. 
We have different ways, and we have different ways of doing that. Yeah, but I have no yeah. control whether I want you to see it or not. I don't control it. Mm-hmm. But who enforces that? Right. Because people don't want it, don't go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So art is art succumbs to social pressure in what way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the museum keeping it out, but will that stop people from creating that type of art and putting it elsewhere or people acquiring it? Right. Mm hmm Is that you won't? <laughs> so, um, so the idea is, if society says this is not art is unacceptable, the idea is, um, is that we won't have enough of that art to even matter about trying to enforce it because people won't create it because mm -hmm. as a society, that's not what we, we, we want to see. Now, does that mean that uh, there shouldn't be some, some form of pushback on some of that? Like Leonard pointed out a while back, it was acceptable to uh, hold slaves. And it took societal pressure to change that. So not all things that are put into place <clears throat> are going to be acceptable forever. Mm-hmm. And we well, always have my... to continue to re-examine what we've put into place so that um, so that we are constantly, you know, making sure that we are moderating um, things 
for the benefit of society and not the detriment. Well, so it's we, just like, uh, it's just like this thing about what we were originally talking about was, uh, uh oh. You froze up. Okay, so I, I while he's gone, mm-hmm. let's go back to say the gun issue. Okay. Um, how do you see what type of social pressure can stop people from acquiring uh, weapons of whatever type? Well, the, the social pressure is is that um, we pass legislation or we uh, get gun owners to not create those kinds of guns. Um, through social pressure. So, so like, um, yeah, through social pressure, we, we get gun manufacturers not create those kinds of guns. Those kinds of guns aren't created. They're not so they don't exist in society. Well, what if, uh, overwhelming number of people want those guns and there's so much money to be made, how's the pressure going to stop them? Well, that's then what you're looking at is social pressure on the other side. The social pressure to have them. Social mm-hmm. pressure has two sides, not just right. one. So, yeah. so, so the pressure to have more guns in society is is a pressure also in and of itself. So then we and get the guns you, because social pressure wants the guns. Right. And then how do you change that? Well, if enough people decide that we don't want those guns in our society, then the social pressure eliminates the guns. Well, but we already know how many people want the guns and they, they believe solely that they should have them. And so how are you going to change their minds? Convince them that. Well, that's, that's, that's all a part of the conversation. You have to, so just like, um, just like, uh, nudity in society. Mm Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that are comfortable with nudity. Um, there are a lot of people that are comfortable with certain behaviors that other people aren't comfortable with. Okay. And in the process of having those conversations, trying to get people to, to understand your side, to accept your side, you make arguments for and against. And then if we get enough people for one side of the issue, then then it becomes um, an, a part of societal norms. The ex, we set the expectation that, um, that you're not gonna perform that or you're not gonna do that or that's not going to exist in society because the majority of social pressure is this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, so it sounds like a numbers game is basically what you're saying. I mean, if you, if you want to look at it as a numbers game, you can look uh-huh. at it as a numbers game. I, I look at it as a society setting forth boundaries so that the majority of people live a better life. Right. But society is determined by the people within the society. society that's what society correct? is. Right. Right. 
So if you have a society that uh, is totally over overwhelmed with guns, I mean, guns and ammo. You mean like we are now? Like we are now. What does that say about society? This society. That's another whole episode of the podcast. I want to thank you, (laughs) folks, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this afternoon. It's three o'clock. We are out of here. Did you? All right. Did you? Did you? Either one of you had a, a last comment before I hit the "we gone" button? Nah, I'm 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 good. Uh, just just you know, if there's some things that you don't like, you got other choices. You don't want to watch what's on TV? Change the channel. Very good. You like the music they play in? Change the station. All right. Thank you, folks. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. So we will be back again next week. Oh. Uh, Also, I want to let you know that we are taking the uh, month of December off and the first two weeks of January off. Um, After, you know, uh, December, our our next podcast will be the 16th, but we've got all of um, November to go. Everybody stay safe and make sure you wear your mask. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes of altitude adjustment because it matters and as always look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you